Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, I pray that all that we stand for will be according to the will of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to us pray. Our loving God and Father, we adore your name. Thank you for creating us and the world around us for your purposes. Thank you for cutting out for us a perfect will that will take us to your planned destination. Father, we pray that through your word today, you will enlighten us on how to know your will and now to key into this will to the glory of your name. Anyone who has strayed away from your will, today, Lord, you will lead them back into your perfect will. All of us, Lord, will rejoice in your presence as our light and hope. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is, Knowing and doing God's will. Knowing and doing God's will. Our lead text is taken from 1 Peter chapter 2. We read verses 15 and 16. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. I read, For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as born servants of God. Hallelujah. Brethren, in this ever-changing dramatic world, the best that one can seek is to live a fulfilled life to the glory of God by seeking to do His will daily. Many times, this may not conform with the expectations of the people of the world. Our dedication to his standard is our bond for his will. As one who served the Lord out of personal conviction and commitment. In the first Thessalonians, 
First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 and 18. Apostle Paul confirmed that we should rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. During the evangelical visit of our Lord Jesus Christ to the home of Mary and Martha, it was recorded that Mary took time to listen to the precious word of God. Martha, on the other hand, was busy getting what would be used to entertain Jesus. Incidentally, it was Jesus who reaffirmed that it was better to learn at his feet than care for other things. Wow! Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 41, Luke 10, 41, And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. I pray that all of us will choose a good part which will never be taken away from us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. From these assertions, brethren, one must be concerned as to what is the will of God. How do we establish these wills? How do we ensure that we live our lives doing these specific wills? What are the consequences if we are dutiful in other service of God without focusing on his wills? God wills that all men should come to the knowledge of the truth for the salvation of their soul. The perfect will of God is God's divine plan for our lives. The kind of man to marry, what career or ministry to pursue, and so on and so forth. He needs us to be very patient and trust God because he wants to give us his best, which has his full blessings, not the second best, no. God doesn't just have general wills, but for human beings, he has specific wills for individuals. That's why you will find some people with peculiar abilities and gifts to be able to achieve some very specific goals. There are also people with what we call disabilities who are made to achieve specific goals. In John chapter 9, verses 1 to 3, we read about a man who was blind from the mother's womb. John 9, 1 to 3 reads, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his bed. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. It is my prayers that our situations will be according to God's will, and it will end up glorifying God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now the question, how do we get to know 
God's will. How do we get to know the will of God? First, commit your decision to God. Make it a matter of regular prayer, asking God to guide you and make his will known to you. This is necessary so that you will not make mistakes in the various choices of life. Secondly, read the scriptures. The Bible is the encyclopedia of God's will. Many stories will speak directly to your situations. Thirdly, understand your circumstances. Get spiritual insight into your situation. Everything is not about you and the enemy. No, the enemy must die. You must live. Listen in meditation to God. This gives you an insight to your situation. Fourthly, seek godly advice. Be close to God that you communicate in prayer and quiet meditations. Be ready to obey Him also. Fifth, trust the Holy Spirit's guidance. Do not be wise in your sight. Gently listen and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. God has a message for you every minute. Yes, every minute. And finally, trust God for the outcome of your situation. Your best counselor is God. He knows it all. Even the end is known from the beginning. And his wish for you is perfect and is good. Trust him with all your heart. It is my prayer that we will not only find ways to know the will of God, we will be able to muster the courage to remain steadfast in His will. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Once God leads you to take a decision, don't draw back. Instead, trust His leading and believe He goes before you for he does. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Amen. Now, how do we remain in the will of God? How do we remain in the will of God. Remain holy with God. Sometimes you can't sense God's presence because there is something blocking the communication between the two of you. He hasn't left, no, but your sensitivity to his presence might be affected by unconfessed sin in your life. David the Summit said, When I kept silent about my sin, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. In Psalm 32, verses 3 to 5, it says, For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord. And you forgive the guilt of my sin. Wow. Cut yourself from the shackles of sin today 
and the communication line between you and God will be reopened in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, read the scriptures aloud. Read the scriptures aloud. When you audibly speak God's inspired word, you will sense his power and his presence. The Bible in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that God's word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. That sharp sword will either make you aware of its weight or prick your heart through conviction, inspiration, or determination. A prick heart is better than a dull heart any day. Live by the word of God. Number three, sing to God in praise. Sing a great song to God in praise. God inhabits the praises of his people. Ever wonder why you sometimes feel closer to God when you are in a church service? Yes, singing hymns or praising hymns. It could be because that's where worship tends to take place. Bring God and his will closer to you in praise and worship. Acknowledge him always and sing his praise. Number four, call upon his name. People around you may be using God's name right and left just anyhow. Acts of Apostles chapter 4 verse 12 says, But the scripture says there is power in the name of Jesus because salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under the heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Never stop praying. Call him to help you. Call him to forgive you and call him to give you the assignment of spirits. Number five, say a breath prayer. Say a breath prayer. There are times we need him, but we just don't know what to say or where to start. Start by saying his name and then speak your heart's cry. For me, oftentimes it's Jesus I need you. Jesus, give me a heart for you. I believe the simplest Christ are the ones that penetrate his heart and ours the quickest. Hallelujah. Number six, be determined. Nothing can change the heart of a man who is determined to please God. Make up your mind that come rain or shine, nothing will deny you of God. That is will will be your command. Hallelujah. Brethren, staying in the will of God is like a tree planted by the riverside which brings its fruit in its season. That's how our life should be. When God, the maker of heaven and earth, is your provider, it looks easy. Lack and trouble will become worse upon a time. This is the life that God is calling us into. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30, the Bible says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your soul. 
For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to a place of rest. God bless you as you yield to this call. Amen. I want to thank you and I appreciate your interest and patience in listening to this broadcast. We believe you have been blessed. Please help share with at least 10 others. You can also listen to this message and many previous ones on our podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you as you do so. Amen. Let us pray. Our wonderful Father and our God, we appreciate your love for us. Thank you for your inspiration through this message. Thank you for ever being available to us as a friend, as a counselor, as a father, and our mentor. Thank you for putting our feet on the way to your perfect will fulfillment. Father, let your word Continue to awake us and align us in the right way. When the trumpets shall sound, Lord, and you will count your own, please, Lord, do not discard us out of your food. Our efforts day and night will not be in vain. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.